Hey. Howdy. You know, I, I'm fine. How are you? I didn't say how are you. I said howdy. I was really flexing my southern greetings. Howdy. How do you do? Howdy, darling. All those yeah. things. Yeah. How do you do? How are you? Isn't that how are you? I, I said howdy, but I, I, uh, that was my first answer was howdy. But okay, go ahead. Tell us how you are. You clearly care. Go ahead. Okay, you, you got some things to say. Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> no, I said I'm fine. How are you? That's what I said. Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Love that for us. Okay, keeping it brief. Keeping it brief. Um, do you have well welcome to Sisterish, everyone. Um, I'm your girl Erica. And it's Kayla. Um, and this is our podcast centered around creating a community of people who can be their full authentic selves. And hopefully you can listen to the struggles that we going through or the things that are top of mind for us to really share with you um, and create conversation and just thought provoking aha ish moments for yourself um, to think about and carry on into your daily life. Um, and so, yeah, we're really just catered towards being authentic and genuine. So join us for this journey. Um, you can follow along with us on Instagram at sisterish po- underscore podcast. So at sisterish underscore podcast on Instagram. And you can send us an email if you have something specific that you would like us to talk about. You have something in your life that you would like to be addressed. Um, send us an email. Um, and we'll read it and address it on the podcast. If you would like, we can keep you anonymous as well, of course. Our email is sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. So um, we love y'all. Uh, Kaylee, mm. I know you said you're fine, but what's going on with you? Anything else you'd like to keep us abreast of? Abreast because you got big breasts? Yeah, my boobs are pretty, pretty large and in charge. Um, also, I tried on those bras that our mom sent us a patch package and she bought all of us some new bras and I tried on those bras and I, you know, I appreciate it, but I mean, I don't know if they're like gonna fit, you know? So, so you tried them on and you still don't know if they're gonna fit. <laughs> yeah, because because, right, you know, it's like sometimes like before you get your period and stuff, like your boobs are like a little bit more bigger Mm. and like so my boobs right now are like really jugging it and uh, (laughs) jugs like jugging it i didn't know that that was a saying yeah jugs magazine from sex in the city anyway but um so they're pretty large and in charge and i put the bra on and like honestly it makes my boobs look great they're very like i am freaking like I don't know like model you know do you get it like my boobs are really like in my face like I would have I would have went with porn star um versus models models are really tiny and petite I know we're trying to do this body positivity movement and get more shapes and sizes which I fully support but when I think of model I still think of like the stereotypical very straight up and down person no boobs no butt just an interesting face sometimes by someone's definition okay well yeah so I just my boobs are just really out there so I was like sorry go ahead 
yeah so i put it on and then i was like oh you know this would be nice if if it just fit a little bit better so i'm hoping like maybe like in a few weeks i'll see if it fits because like it's like she bought like a lot of bras so i know and it and you know we got a pack of bras you know i didn't even i didn't open mine oh it's like a pack of bras so and she like went like a couple times just to try to get my size and so i feel bad if like i'm like "Mm, they don't really fit um because right now they're they're kind of questioning and there's no way for you to adjust it no Okay. Anyway, I love that this is the topic for our update. Was you just wanted to tell us about your 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 bras and your your period boobs that are that are huge right now. Like that's 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 the update. I hope I really hope that whoever listens was like I was so hoping that she would tell us about the bras and her boobs. Boobs. Anyway. Um yeah, and then other than that, you know, I've been more busy this month i just was that was top of my mind you know um i've been more busy this month with like some of my my own separate friends other than m's and so like it's been kind of a weird situation because usually you know i'd be riding riding solo doing doing my own thing so you know it's it's a nice it's a nice change um you know spring spring cleaning it seems like you know, it, newest coming are you, in. Are you going to tell us what you did with your? Did you do any anything worth a catch up? Is really what I should how I should phrase the question. Is there anything worth you conveying to us that's like, I, I our listeners would really appreciate. Not uh, let me know, listeners, if you if you actually appreciated what she had to say. But I was like over here, like, <laughs> gosh, I need a more interesting co-host who has been out here doing something that people are like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear about what's happening in Kayla's life because it's, it's, it's going. Honestly, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, well, it's still going on. So I'll probably have to give you a recap later on in the month. But like right now, this most recently, I, um, me and some of my friends, like we went to go get chicken sandwiches because I said I wanted a chicken sandwich. Um, and spoiler alert, it wasn't what it was hyped up to be, in my honest opinion. I was like, honestly, I really wanted probably like a Popeye's chicken sandwich or maybe, maybe even like a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich type of style. But then I got like a chicken sandwich from like someplace that was supposed to be a little bit more like bourgeois, I guess. And not even boot, like it was just like you know a little bit more like less fast casual type of restaurant, um, and I was like, mm. but I felt bad because like, you know, I didn't suggest a place like they found a place and they just said okay you want a chicken sandwich here's chicken sandwich places, you know and I was like okay cool and yeah I just ended up not really eating it, but acted like I ate it, sad face. That's really unfortunate. I'm sorry that you didn't get the chicken sandwich you wanted. What did you learn from that? I guess I didn't really need a chicken sandwich. That's what you learned? Yeah, that I should have probably went to Popeye's and got myself a chicken sandwich when I wanted a chicken sandwich. Mm. And, you know, saved a couple couple bucks and got it for however much it is, $5. So you made the wrong decision. Yeah. 
Okay, great. We're just going to segue into our main topic of conversation. Thank you, Kayla. Um, <laughs> just, I just, I, anyway, um, so we have a, a segment called Something from the Internet. <laughs> I, I just can't win. I can never win here. I'm sorry that my life isn't as like juicy as yours might be with like you, you know, going out, getting that content. So I'm sorry. You don't have, if you don't have anything to say, just say, I don't have anything to say this week. Let's move over into the topic. Cause yeah, now but when I don't to- have, listen, but when I don't have anything to say, you begin mad about me not having anything to say. Is that right? That's right. So go ahead. I brought something to the table. Anyway, um, I don't have anything to say in regards to a catch-up. I just want to say maybe I'll have something to say when we record next time because the person that I've had my first date with, one of my high school uh, friends, I guess maybe, um, we weren't that close, but he's coming into town this weekend. And so I'll see him while he's, while he's here. Oh my God, I, I want to know. You definitely didn't tell me this. I know because that's worth conveying information on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, whatever this, I tried on bras and I didn't get a great chicken sandwich with my friends. (sighs) They waited all week for that update. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Okay. The listeners were hype. They were like, wow, breaking news. Um, Anyway, so moving on to our segment of something from the internet. Um, We found something from the internet that we'd like to uh, converse about. Let me just pull it. Um, It's a post from Molly Bernie, um, or maybe Bernay, or maybe Byrony. Who knows? Um, We'll post it on our social, hopefully. Um, And it says, trapped in indecision, when we find ourselves obsessing over making the right choice, our work might just be to commit to a choice and tolerate the possibility that we may have chosen wrong. Eep. Okay. That's your initial reaction to something like that. Why? Because it's kind of sad if like you making the wrong decision. I don't know. I feel like that is a, not a great feeling to have. So you would like to avoid making the wrong decision because it's not a good feeling. Yeah. Okay. Um, why does making the wrong decision make you not feel good? Um, because it makes me feel like, dang, like I, yeah, like I was wrong. It makes me feel kind of like bad about myself to an ex- extent of like, I wish, you know, maybe something would have worked out differently, whether it's like for myself or for someone else. Um, yeah, just it's kind of gives you like, it's just more of like a, a, a low feeling, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you just want the best for everyone, and mm-hmm. inclu- including yourself. And when the best doesn't happen, you're like, oh gosh. And I just feel like maybe we think that we're in control of literally everything that happens to ourselves. And so we do this self-hate, this self, you know, 
I don't know what, what else, but like this, where we talk down to ourselves about the decision that we made. We're like, oh, if I only knew what I know now and, you know, I would have made a different decision or this decision didn't lead me anywhere and blah, blah, blah. You get all crazy and stressed and you're like, how come I couldn't make the right decision? That was the bad decision, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's for sure a lot of our initial response. <laughs> like That's how I initially respond. I'll be like, ugh, that was not the good decision. For something even like super simple, like your chicken sandwich story. Like, ugh, that was not the right decision. You can feel mm. bad about it. Mm. Trying to relate something you said okay you didn't you didn't know that it was gonna go here <laughs> well look it I still was doing some work so I feel like you know in the moment you could be like oh I feel bad about it but yeah. then I, I think what's important which is definitely something that we'll get to throughout this um, episode um, is just knowing that like after you make the decision like I don't know. I just, I don't know. I almost think of like a fate person. Are you a fate? Do you think you're a fate person? Like what's meant to be will be? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, I think, I feel like yes and no. I'm fate when something good happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> being honest. I'm like, oh, it was fate. It was fate that I missed the bus and, you know, that bus was late anyway you know I didn't want to say anything more like morbid or anything so you're like and the bus crashed and I wasn't on that beat amen (laughs) no seriously I literally that that's something that literally I but that's what I'd be thinking and I think that that's very important is after you make a decision when you start feeling bad about it think about like, okay, you're either being protected from something or set up for something better. And Mm -hmm. that's what I think people need to understand. Like, I I kind of think that things are happening for a reason. Um, I think that I almost think, you know, those games of like, I don't know if they're a lot game of logic, but they're like, one of those games where you can like, yes or no, if you take choose yes you're going you know this route like some of those old style cosmo tests you know that we used to do oh those are so fun yes or no and like the branching kind of um situations so i think about life being kind of like that like there are a ton of options that we could have i know but that's what makes me nervous that's why i don't like it and that's why i'd be taking those tests over and over again You just sit in the fact that you made a decision, you answer, you should always go with your first guidance. You should be like, this is because yeah, that's t- authentic. Mm-hmm. But I take the test over. I'm like, okay, that's that answer. Okay. But like, I, I was, I was undecided on this question. So let me go back to here and let's see how, if I chose the other one, what would happen? And what happens usually? Sometimes I get the same answer and other okay. times I, and other times I don't. I had to make sure you heard me because you were like, oh, God. I didn't even yell, comate, okay? I don't know if that's a real word, but I've been saying it. So um, <laughs> so if you haven't caught on, our main conversation for today, our main topic is about indecision. Why are people indecisive? Why are we indecisive? Why is that why something is that- Why indecisive? Why is you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
So you do think of yourself as an indecisive person. Oh, heck yeah. My name is Kayla and I am a Libra, aka the scales, aka indecision. Say it for the people in the bag. Hi, my name is Kayla and I am a Libra. So that means I am indecisive, indecisive. Indecisive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. And why is it hard for you to make a decision? Why do you feel like you're an indecisive person? I feel like I'm indecisive, not because I'm a Libra, like it just kind of helps me feel better about it. But like, I'm indecisive because I really just want to have like the best thing possible happen for everyone and for myself. I'm like, all right, you know, I I don't want to be honestly, let's take it back to like a really simple example. Like sometimes, you know, it's like, like I went to jenny's ice cream over here and you know i couldn't i was you know in the line and there's like a whole row of flavors there's so many flavors of ice cream at an ice cream place right and literally when i was there i was talking to the the worker and i was just like "Ooh, what's this one? Ooh, what's that one like literally being honestly i'm not gonna say annoying because i'm amazing but like you know i was asking these questions i was really making his day and i was like dang like i really want to get like you know these flavors like this sounds so good but I also was like but I don't but it's like I don't need like five flavors you know of ice cream you know so I literally was like okay well I'm gonna try like and luckily you know I was able to try some but one time I wasn't able to, so I really had to decide. I had to really make this decision. But why it was hard to make these decisions, and it's just ice cream, everyone. Like, this is ice cream. It's because I'm like, all right, even though I, I don't want to be disappointed by the flavor that I choose, right? Like, it's like, oh, this this chocolate brownie, you know, looks interesting, and, like, maybe I don't usually get that. I'm usually more like a cookies and cream girl or something like that, like, what if I stray away from what I normally get and I'm disappointed at this new flavor? Like that's, that's how I feel when it's hard for me to make a decision. Cause it's like, what if the decision, like the quote said, what if my decision is wrong? Like, it's like, dang, I wish I would have stuck with my, my Oreo that I usually do. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a couple things that come into play on that too. I definitely hear like, you want to be satisfied. Who who don't want to not like the ice cream that they got, right? Like ice ice cream. One, okay, pause. <laughs> you shouldn't be eating no ice cream. Per, for well, <laughs> and, and this and this in this scenario, there was a bunch of ice creams that did look really good, but I ended up just getting the regular dairy free, like Texas sheet cake or whatever it is, the chocolate one, the chocolate one that's like the only dairy free flavor they have. Not the only, but the only chocolatey dairy free flavor that they have, which is still really good, but. There were other flavors there that I was like, oh, if I wasn't this lactose, I would be getting. Well, I would be having a hard time, well, a hard time deciding what I'd be getting. But so it's funny I, that you had a hard time deciding and you only really had one option for yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Because the other lacto- the other lactose-free ones were like more berry flavor type of stuff. They're like fruity, and I'm not necessarily a fruity ice cream person all the time. Got it. So there was a, cu- a ton of different things that I think you could have. Um, 
that went into your decision. You were like, I'm about to spend money or I'm about to spend whoever you was with money. Um, <laughs> and maybe I don't like this. And then I'm like, I feel like it's going to be a waste of money. So I should just go with something that I know I'm going to like. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, uh, Jenny's, I don't know how expensive Jenny's really is, but it's probably mid tier. <laughs> ice yeah, cream. It's stuff. a little bit of a luxury ice cream experience. Mm-hmm. It's not Baskin Robbins. No offense. <laughs> yeah. Um, And you probably were thinking like, you know, from the perspective, well, I just think that you could have been thinking about it like, okay, I got this, I tried it, and lesson learned. Like, it's just interesting that we look at being wrong as like a failure versus something that's like, oh, well, it's just something that I learned from, something that like, I now have knowledge on by choosing something different, and we don't see it that way. Right. That's That's a healthier way, honestly. It's to just That's, like to use it as like I've learned from this as an experience that I know for the future to either not make this decision again or to make this decision again, depending on the results. Like mm-hmm. definitely that's how you train your mind to do that. And I feel like that's really amazing. I have not yet mastered that for myself. And I think it's about starting on the small things like this ice cream. Like, like experimenting on things that aren't life or death, like things that aren't like, hmm, you know, should I jump out of this plane or not? Or should, you know, like skydiving, something to try. Mm, (laughs) Are you into... I don't know. Or like, should I cut my hair? Should I try a new hair color? You know what I'm saying? A different style, Um, which... depending on who you ask, something like that is a little extreme. I say try a wig first, okay? And then see (laughs) if you like that versus something that's a little bit more permanent. And especially, you know, as Black women, we're, you know, I feel like it just takes a longer time for things to to grow back. Um, Okay. Um, I know we were just talking about something that you struggled on, but uh, making a decision on, but is there like a bigger example of something that you struggled to make a decision on that you would like to share with us? Yeah. So I struggled really hard. I got an opportunity to um, change and pivot jobs recently. Um, and I literally struggled and sometimes Loki still am struggling with like my decision. Um, to either accept the job and also to give notice to my other job. Um, and yeah, that, that was hard for me because honestly, I had to really think about, you know, the pros and the cons. I mean, that's, do, do you want me to like, kind of like go more into so the decision that you had to make was, is it accepting the new job or not to accept it? Like, that's the dis- good question is, did you accept or not accept that job? Or And I would want to understand what went into, like, why was that a hard decision for you to make? Like, what were you measuring? Yeah, so the decision was if I was going to accept the job. Mm-hmm. And why was it a hard decision to make is because there's a lot of factors here um, for me. It was, you know, this new job is a role that I, quote unquote, have never formally done um, in a way that's like, it's not the role that I currently have, you know, like it's definitely giving me a little bit more responsibility, which is exciting, but also kind of scary because it's like, 
Oh, which from my knowledge, I mean, I've also not even started the role. So I could be like overthinking it already being like, I'm, I'm in control so much. And it's like, no girl, you really are not in control. Like when I get there, they were like, actually you ain't, um, you thought. So just cause it says manager. Okay. You ain't managing nothing. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. So that was like, you know, part of the reason why. And also it was just like, I have, I was comfortable in my current role, like comfortable enough where I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I know this ish, you know, I know for the most part, like what I do here, I'm not like too, it's not too, I'm not too worried about like somebody coming for me really at this role. I'm comfortable. I've been here for a few years. So, and then another, you know, reason why it was hard is, um, you know, I think honestly, I was like, I really was hoping to be completely, you know, transparent. I was really hoping to have something that was like easier for me to make the decision on and that being um money honestly I was really hoping like the next job that like would be something that was like paying me something like I was paying me a salary that I was like completely not used to and like would be really something that was like I was like I would be really extremely like grateful for I'm grateful for everything but like you know so but unfortunately I mean I'm grateful for the increase but it's not as much of an increase as I would have been jumping for joy like hoping for honestly so that kind of like also was like eh is it even worth it for this little jump or whatever um so that was like kind of like my main things that was like making it hard for me to um, make the decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Um, so it sounds like, um, a lot of these things are, are important to be measured. Um, which I think is good. I think like when, you, when people are indecisive, one of the things that I always, um, recommend is like, oh, well, write a, write a pro con list. Right. Um, and I think that gives you a visual representation of like, from your knowledge base, what are the things that are positive about making, you know, this decision or what are the things that might not be positive for making that decision? And I think that that can help you visualize like and minimize the risk because I think that that's really what people are afraid of is like the risk. There's a fear in like we're like the whole thing and like making the literal wrong decision. Um, and people think that there's no way like out of that I think that people are very much so focused on the fact that like, okay, I make the wrong decision. I'm stuck with that decision for forever. Sometimes, yeah, like to get an abortion or to not get an abortion, like that's dramatic. Like that's, that's, that's a life trait changing decision. You know, like if you decide you're not getting an abortion, you really can't go back on that unless you're going to do like adoption or whatever. But um, I think that like most times people think that there's, a permanent decision, and especially when we're talking about some of the smaller things. I know getting a new job is not necessarily small, but the chances that you will be there forever are probably slim. Um, so I think even if you did make the wrong decision, there's always 
a way out of it, but also it's a less, a learning lesson. And I think that that's good as you age, like, you know, oh, I remember that one time in 2022, I made that decision, you know, and, you know, now that it's 2032, you know, I'm not, I know not to make that decision again, because I already had that experience. So I would encourage you to kind of lean into things that are uncomfortable too, because that was some of the things that you were saying too, is like, I'm comfortable where I'm at. Um, And I think that people are very used to being in a comfort level. um, And I just think that that's not where we grow when we're comfortable. And so I hope that that also helps people making decisions. One of the things that I'm glad that you didn't list is like other people's opinions, because I feel like people make decisions um, or aren't making decisions because of other people's opinions. It's like, sometimes there's like this real pull that you want to do something like, oh, I'm really excited about doing X, Y, Z. Like I want to play basketball, but you know, your parents are like, we were soccer players. We, you ain't playing no basketball. You're going to be out here dribbling with your feet. And you're like, uh, and it's such a hard decision, right? You might come off like you're, you can't make the decision um, because you're considering other people's thoughts. And although your parents are important people, I'm sure your friends, your spouse, your children, all those people are important people, but uh, you only are going to live this one life. And so sometimes I just feel like depending on what the decision is that sometimes relying on other people um, and like their input and their thoughts and their things. Like, I just don't think that that's necessarily always the best thing to do. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes getting other thoughts, I think getting a second opinion or getting someone else's thoughts, like can provide you with a different perspective that maybe you weren't thinking about the situation on. And I think that that could be helpful too many decisions, maybe, or too many opinions probably won't help you with making your decision. Um, but I just think that like making a dis it's your decision to make at the end of the day. So I just think that you should be the one making that decision. So I'm glad that that wasn't something that you mentioned as like a choice. And some people also mentioned like shame. I think again, people's perceptions really sometimes influence our inability to make a decision because you're like, well, what is so-and-so going to think? What are they going to feel about it? Blah, 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 blah. Right. And don't get me wrong. I think like to an extent, like at certain points, like I did feel that when I was making the decision, but not in a way of like, I think I was feeling that way when it came to like my coworkers. I was like, you know, because right now we're in like such a unfortunate situation with the team that I'm on that we're down so many members that I was like, oh, shoot, like, I feel so bad that, like, you know, now if I leave, like, the team is going to be only two people, like, la, 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 like, that's so much more work, you know, whatever, you know, I was kind of, like, caring about, like, them and, like, feeling bad for, like, how much work they're going to have to be doing soon um, without me being there, Um, and that was playing a role for me, Um, not like to not take the job, honestly, it's just, it's affecting me with like, oh, you know, it's part of my reason of like, ah, when should I put my two weeks in? Because I'm like, (laughs) or when should I take a random sick day or whatever? But I'm like, damn, like, it's going to be hard because now it's like only, you know, Joe's going to be there Mm -hmm. or whoever, you know? So I I think it's nice. And I was just having a conversation with uh, a girl who was, is leaving at the end of this week for us And um, she was like, yeah, they asked me to extend. So I'm not actually leaving at the end of this week. You know, I I just felt like if I left this week, there'd be like so much stuff 
um, to do. And I was like, so much stuff for other people to do. You, you could have been gone. <laughs> like you could have been out of here. And she's like, I know, but I just, I was like, you're nice. Cause I would have been like, I guess I'll let y'all experience what it's like um, being me. That's why I'm leaving here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm, I have problems. So, um, I get it. I get what you are saying and trying to like cover for your coworkers and things like that. Um, I know why- my coworkers low key, like one of them is just like, nah, you should leave so they could just see and they should know or whatever. Like they're very like, I want to see this place burn down. Mm-hmm. very a little like too a little too much but yeah no I, I I get that and I think again depending on the impact to other people that can be considered but what I where I draw the line is like I don't want to sacrifice myself for other people at the end of the day um yeah. and and so I still think that like you can consider other people in your decision, like when to give notice. Like maybe I won't take that full week. But again, at the end of the day, it's your, if you need that time, like you should be taking that time. Um, uh, anyway, so I guess to move to the next question, um, I guess, why do you think that it's important to make a decision? Like we, you can't be decisive for five ever. So is, why do you think it's important to make a decision? It's important to make a decision so that you don't become stagnant and you don't like always fear the coulda, woulda, shouldas. Um, because I think that's how you don't grow in life and also how you like become resentful or you also start to kind of like live vicariously through others who make decisions that you wish you could have made uh or come you know become jealous or something like that so i think we all not we all have the same opportunities because i'm not kim kardashian but um we all (laughs) i'm sorry we all no shade because you know if she wanted to be my friend i would definitely be her friend um Oh, for sure. <laughs> Shoes, Stormy, anybody. Okay, I'll be anybody's friend. Let me I'll watch the kids. What y'all exactly. paying? <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm really not shading her because did I just watch the Kardashian season 20? Oh my God, I still have to watch that. Okay, thanks for letting me know that I have that to do. You're welcome. Yeah, I definitely thanks. watched that. So, you know, get your coins, sis. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, we all have, like, opportunities that we can take that are, like, designed for us. So I think instead of – so I think, you know, we have the options to take them, right? Like, it's – you know, we might not all have the opportunity to be, like, a superstar or whatever, but we all have the opportunity to maybe, like, make a difference in someone's life in some little way. So I think just, like – yeah like making those decisions because if we don't then i think it's i think it's i think it's even worse to not make a decision because then you really are just stuck and you're kind of it's kind of like when you come to the end of your life it's you're you're really just going to be like dang like i really wish i would have you know done xyz making decisions helps you really understand who you are Mm -hmm. if you don't make these decisions 
I don't think you're really in tuned with who you are. People who are in tune with who they are as a person are usually the people who cannot make the decision because you don't have any kind of guiding post to be targeting. Like you don't, if you, again, if you don't know what you want to do with your life, if you don't know who you are and what you stand for, and you don't know, you know, how, how you envision your life looking or what you like or don't like, like if you don't understand those things about yourself, that's why you're struggling to make a decision because you don't know, you don't know, you don't know yourself well enough to know if you're making the best decision for yourself in some of these instances, I think. Um, I think if you understand your self-worth, you'll know, okay, am I going to accept this amount of money or am I not going to accept this amount of money? What am I, what do I think I'm worth? Or am I going to accept this proposal or not? Is he a trash person? Like, is this something that I can tolerate? Like, you, like that's going to help you make that decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, do you know, even when it comes down to food and like, do you know, uh, you might want to do it. You might have to decide between this cheeseburger and this salad. Okay. And how do you make that decision? Are you the type of person who's like, you know what? Health. I know who I am. I know the kind of life I want to live. I know the, the health lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to understand some of those things that'll help you make a decision. Or are you like, you know what? I, I, I have animal rights and things like that. And I'm not going to eat this meat and this burger. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you know yourself well enough to make this decision? Um, so I think that by not making a decision, I think it really is just uncovering that you don't know yourself, you know, well enough. And that's just, that's, that's just how I feel about making a decision. You well, got anything to add? Mm-hmm. Well, damn. I like the things that you said about being stagnant though, because making a decision does like move you forward. It does grow you, right? Like, okay, whether you made a decision, whether it was the right or the wrong decision, you still made one, you were able to commit to something and you'll see those outcomes and you'll learn something from that and you'll be able to grow and it, it's, it's opening a new chapter for you. So that's a new experience for you to have a new journey for you to be on. So of course there's, going to be I think a lesson from almost anything that we do in life like almost literally everything I feel like it's a lesson it's you know a test before the testimony it's is something it's always going to teach you something regardless of what decision um you make totally okay um how can someone know if they made the right decision do you think that that's possible Eep. I think that this is a super hard question personally because part of me, I'm, I'm on two sides again. <laughs> um, one is because, yeah, like, when do you know? I feel like when you get to the end of your life and you're like, somehow you're like, oh, I made you, the right. You don't know until you about to die and be like, was this worth it? Did I do everything okay? That's when you'll get the hint. I said, that's one side. I feel like that's one side. Yeah. It's like you get to the end of your life and you're like, all right. I, I made I made these choices and I'm I'm happy with them. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. Or you know, before you get to your end of life, you know, you're. But on the other side, it's like before you get to the end of life and you're like, you know, am I happy with my choices that I made? I'm happy that I got this salad, or if I'm happy that I, you know, decided to take this role. Like it's like, it's you know because, you know, some people are like, did I feel peace? Or did I feel super anxious? Or, mm-hmm. you know, did, 
you know, I have more, well, yeah, same like anxiety or whatever over me. Like, is yeah. that, that's, I think that's how a lot of people determine, like if they made the right decision. I think that is a good like cue that you can use. Um, but then at the same time, I also think a way for you to know if you made the right decision specifically more. So if it's something that's like more of like an action, I guess is for like, if it comes naturally and you like really fall into like a rhythm and a groove and like you're finding that joy. Like for me, for example, like I, you know, maybe wasn't sure if I'd be a really great like teacher, like uh, when, you know, teaching classes. Right. And I'm like freaking out about it. I'm like, frick, like I'm about to go and like somebody gave me this opportunity. Somebody asked me to come in and like apply for this. So I guess, but I'm still freaking out. I'm still freaking out. And then like you teach the class and you're like, oh, wow. Like, I feel good doing this. This is great. Like, you know, and you're like, I think this is me. I feel like in a way that's also how, you know, like if you made the right decision, because sometimes it doesn't come naturally as soon as you make it and you're like, all right, I said yes. Two seconds later, I feel great or whatever. Sometimes it's like you said yes and you're still freaking out. Like you still, you're like, frick, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then you're, you know, on the stage and you're like, oh. And then you're like, you know, the music starts and you start moving your feet. You're like, oh, all right. That's how I, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I liked the the word peace that you said. Um, and I feel like it, you'll genuinely feel it in your body. Um, I think that when you've made the right decision, you, yeah, will feel good about it. And I feel like whatever the chemicals are in your body that go off that are like relaxing you. And like, I think that that's when you know that you've made a good decision. It's not something that you consistently, even if you've made the decision, it's not something that you come back in your mind and you're like, was that the right decision? Or, you know, it's not something that you're consistently like, was that okay? Was that the right decision? Like, you don't have to question yourself about if you've made the right decision. So I think your like peace is really like a, I think a good word um, to use to describe that you're not tense. You're not anxiety provoking. I also think that your body will tell you if you've made the right decision too. like, you know, think like, are you feeling sick? Like, are you like physically, like is your hair falling out? Like is something changing within your functions of your body? Cause I think that that will let you know if you're like, if things are going well. Um, but I, I, I agree. I think that like, for me, that's when you would be able to tell if you've made the right decision, um, beforehand. Um, I even think that after, cause a lot of things that you were mentioning were kind of just, I think natural, even if you made the right decision, um, feeling of like anxiety or stress, especially if it's like a big performance or like, you know, your first time doing something, I think that those are natural. And I wouldn't say that if you're feeling those things that you necessarily made the wrong decision, you could just be excited, um, or anxious, eager for, you know, the actual event that you made the decision for or whatever. Um, so I wouldn't say that that's necessarily it, but I think like in your core, like we all have intuition, I think Mm -hmm. some speaks, softer to people some is like wow like loud in your face yeah Mm -hmm. but I think like in that gut or in that 
place in your mind, that's really where you can go to to see if you've um, made the right decision. Um, I did actually look up an article. It's a um, it's a Vox article, if people are familiar with that. It was published earlier this year in February, and it's called How to Get Better at Making Every Type of Decision. And so it just lists some things that are, um, that will help you to make a decision. Because I think we talked a lot about like, why is it important to make a decision and things like that. But like, how, how, how sway, tell us how we make decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is zero in on what you really want. I think that's that's the very like a important first step because what is it that you actually want, right? Like what yeah. what do you want? And I think once you fully what understand, what do you want? When you understand that, it'll definitely guide you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Um, don't dwell on small choices. Again, you look oh at God. me. Well, I'm just saying, like, should I have had a blueberry muffin or a banana nut muffin? Like, which one? Like, let's not like let's not sweat the small stuff. Like, uh, how how impactful is that going to be really on your life between those decisions? Unless you have a nut allergy, like, really, the others are pro- it's it's not that big of a dis- uh, an issue if you don't select correct. Like your chicken sandwich, it's not the worst thing. Yeah, no, I'm fine. But at least you should be proud that you actually made a decision. Um, they also say decide. I know as much. my friends were literally shocked. They're like, I can't believe you said that you wanted chicken salad. That's literally why we decided restaurant. Well, guess what? It says decide as much as you can in advance. So that's saying make the decision before you're actually put in a decision in a situation where you have to make a decision. No, going into it like this is what it's about to be. Like, re- like some people are people who meet, read the menu before they go to a, a restaurant. And some people are like, I don't read the menu until I actually get to the restaurant. And they mm-hmm. say that, you know, if you have a hard time making a decision, you should probably make that decision prior to being put in that situation. Yeah, if possible, totally. If, if possible. Um, one thing that I, it was, it's controversial, but it says get a second, third and fourth opinion for the big stuff. And I think that it's, putting the emphasis again on the big things. And I think that when I think about that, I think about like doctor stuff where they're like, you should, you know, cut open your whole entire body because we have to do this. And other people are like, actually you can take Tylenol. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But if it's like a huge decision, you should get multiple people's perspectives, especially if they're experts. That's what I would say. Like, don't just be asking random Bob on the street. You don't know Bob on the street. Ask someone who is familiar in that field, may know a little bit about something, or knows you personally, like knows you on a deep enough level to be able to be like, Kayla, I know, you know, what you would want to do if you weren't currently dealing with all of this craziness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I do try to not get, I'm, I'm, it's something I'm working on is letting people make their own decisions because i'm the yeah, type of person who will be need, sometimes we need other people i mean well, like i need you ask i feel like ask me i'll ride if you're if you want to know what would i do what would you do what would yeah, you do that's what i have asked yeah and i'll be like sure here's my opinion but otherwise i'll be like i'll try and let someone else make a decision but if it's crazy yeah you better stop your friend okay you better speak up right are you gonna have that line in your 
in your vows, speak now or forever hold your peace. You're going to let other people be able to be like, I actually have something to say. I don't That'd agree with this, with this union. That'd Did you hear um, about the best man who professed his love to the bride no. during, their, during his best man to- toast? No. Mm-hmm. He planned his whole toast to be like a whole thing to get the bride. And guess what? She went. No freaking way mm-hmm. but they, they were already married. married she got a divorce and they got remarried they got married and uh i think even have children now no. so it sounds what? like it worked out but also it was it was a weird situation i think i need to know more about that so please tell I think me it, yeah i think it was that the the best man was actually the bride's friend like to begin with okay and then when she met this man since she had a guy friend who she was close with, they, he befriended, you know, her, her new boyfriend. <laughs> so the best friend was kind of, the, it was the best friend of the girl. And he was like behind the scenes the whole time being like, I hope this ish don't work out. And I guess he timed it uh, terrible. Uh, like, I, Yeah, why didn't he tell her before she got engaged or when she got engaged or I don't know. The forever. day before, like before she's walking down the aisle and you had ample opportunities before the actual, before your toast, like this, cause this is, this is after we all took the pictures. This is after what, probably the first dance, the dinner has been served. Like there's ample in the whole evening for this to be. And then the fact that she accepted, we're getting way off topic, but like the fact that she accepted. Crazy. Wild. I'm also like, did you ever love this man? Or did you always think that there was like, if he just tells me he loves me, I'm going to go with my best friend. Like, I, I just, I'd be thinking about that. Anyway. That's what I was thinking about. Like, is this like a freaking TV show? I'd be pissed if I was the man in that situation. Well, another thing that you should be careful of when you're making a decision is to be mindful of your emotions. You shouldn't make uh, a decision in the heat of the moment sometimes. And Lord knows that that's true for me because my emotions be like, I quit. And then I'll be real upset because I love money and I, I ain't had no other source of income right lined up. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's real. Um, be thoughtful about how you use pro and con lists is the next thing. Um, it basically just says, um, like, the example that this article is talking about is like, are you deciding to skip a friend's, you know, upcoming wedding? You might be looking at your pro cost list being like, oh my gosh, there's so much money involved in attending um, this nuptial. I've already went to a billion, I, you know, looking at your finances and your funding and things like that mm-hmm. versus, you know, the only thing on the good column might be like, uh, we're friends, but like there might be eight bad things on your con side. Yeah. But you have to make sure that you're appropriately weighting the fact that y'all are friends. So maybe, yeah, it does cost some money, but that's your friend. Okay. So you better show up. So I think that when you're making a pro con list, it literally looks like it's just by item. Like how many items are on each side, but you have to account for the weight of each item on the mm-hmm. side. So I think that that's the care, the call out for using a pro con list. Yeah. Um, some of the things that we've already talked about, think of decisions as opportunities. Um, well, that was the last thing that we've already talked about it is think of decisions as opportunities, right? Opportunity to learn, opportunity to grow, opportunity to move forward, experience something new, that kind of thing. So yeah, to grow, connect. Yeah. 
Amazing. Anything that you would like to say about, you know, indecision, being decisive, making a decision, impact? Well, just so everybody knows, I did make the decision. I will be taking a new job. Yay. And, you know, we're just, we're just going to hope for the best and hope that even though I, you know, I'm taking this step, I'm hoping that it'll lead to some other opportunities and growth. And yeah. Yeah. The only, and I think it will, I think the mindset that you have going into this will um, hopefully pour the kind of energy you would like to in that experience. Um, The only thing that I was going to say, which we've kind of talked about is just like, are there certain kinds of people that are like predisposed, is that the word? Predisposed, whatever, um, to being indecisive? Like, are there people who it's like, oh, well, because you're a Libra, <laughs> you're indecisive, you know? Are there characteristics? Yeah, maybe, maybe people that are like, have an anxious mind or have an anxious attachment or something I like that. I love that. that. Um, I think that's real. I, the fact that you said that, I don't know if I was thinking about that, but I kind of was because I was thinking about like, oh, like if you've always been like shamed by growing up, like you know, making a decision. Like your parents were always like, ah, that wasn't great. Or, ah, or if you've never been placed in an opportunity to make decisions where all your decisions are made for you, like Mm -hmm. that may make it hard for you to make a decision. And then you said the attachment style. So like, would you like to say more about it? Go for it. I'm just thinking about like how you literally were as a baby, how your parents cared for you. Like, like, is that setting you up for success in your adult life? So if they overcoddled you, right? Things like that I kind of were already talking about. Like if they did that, are you able to make your own decisions because you were kind of protected and shielded so much? Or are you the type of person who is afraid to make decisions because, you know, your parents have left you alone and they, now you're kind of like, you have these abandonment situations. So you're like, oh my gosh, am I going to make the right or wrong decision? I want people to stay. Or you might over consider people because you're like, no one ever really considered me. So now all I do is consider people because I just want someone to do that ish for me. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to, you ain't got to talk to me like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right here. I'm right here. You don't got to talk about me like that. I was just saying it for the people in the bag. You know what I'm saying? I'm right here. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, um, we hope that this conversation has helped you just like it clearly has helped my sister right here. Um, so let us know, write us an email. Um, if you need help, I'll answer. I'll make a decision for you. Shoot. Um, but you might not like my decision. You know, I'd be out here reckless. You might need to, we, Kayla and I might be a good balance as it relates to helping people in situations because, you know, Kayla's a little bit more grounded and I'm a little bit more radical, I think. Um, but feel free to definitely write us in something that you need help with. I dropped our email earlier, but at sisterish, um, podcast at gmail.com or you can slide in these dms at sisterish underscore podcast um, but we do have a tip of the week kind of yeah right so i just wanted to wrap up um the episode with our tip of the week and it is a throwback slash shout out to our og girl hillary duff um i was gonna, gonna sing a song with the uh, rain fall like- down yeah, I, 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 that was, I think, because it was going to be the slow one. It was going to be, it's cold out, right? Is that how it starts? Let's go oh, Let's back. go back. Thank you. 
Back to the beginning. What is saying? Back to when the earth is done, it's done, on around. I don't know the words. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. Let the rain fall, fall down. down. Mm. Wake my dreams, let it wash away. My sanity. Yeah, I wanna hear the thunder. I wanna scream. Let the rain down yeah i'm coming clean that's yeah. the one i was thinking honestly you know what song is a freaking bop by her real quick before i get into the tip of the week is wait, that song wait. is the song so yesterday so yesterday so yesterday i don't know i'm just the girl who's already flown away laugh it off and let it go in yeah she was like you can say you're bored if you wanna you can say yeah <laughs> If you want. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You made my mind up for me when you started to ignore me. Then are we getting to this tip <laughs> at all? Or are we? Is this I now? Needed, I needed to give Hillary her moment. Her, her flowers right here on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Because you know she was, you saw her, how everybody kind of made fun of her for a second with her choreography that she used to do when she had that brown hair when she was like dun 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 we're still K-pops, k- you know what I'm saying? But like, try and find like we're we're also like 18, you know what I'm saying? Like they were also like, I know the people who watch us are 12, but we are 20. So yeah, yeah like not too much booby, not too much booty, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> so funny. One day we'll get a YouTube so y'all can see us. Go ahead. All right, this might go up. Anyway, I was doing all types of things. Um, so the tip of the day from our young Hillary Duff is from, is from the movie, The Cinderella Story. Um, and the tip is don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. The sign that is on in the, you know, on the wall in the diner of her father, her father's diner. Um, she had to remember that, and that's how she told her stepmom that she said no. She's like, "No, I will not." And then you know, the- ain't your little okay. <laughs> she's like, "I am very pretty, and I am smart," because that's what she said. She's like, "You're not, very- you're not very pretty, and you're not very smart." Dang, what are you? She was so rude. She's like, "I can, I'm really mad right now. You can't tell Botox." Botox. <laughs> If you didn't know, this is a classic, okay? <laughs> the only part of the Selena Gomez movie that we will stand by, I think, is like the back baby. knee. The back knee. But, but, baby got back knee. Lit. What else? Back Was there something knee. else that we liked from that one? It's okay. Um, maybe we'll talk about it more on our social media so we have actual things to talk about on our social media. Um, until next time, we love y'all. Make a decision to listen to us again and rate us and review us and share it with everybody. Make that decision, okay? Okay. Bye-bye.